0: This is Mama Unleashed. Knowledge, information, truth and tools for you so you can become the happiest mother you know. Hello and welcome to Mama Unleashed, the podcast for women who want to feel truly happy in motherhood. I'm your host, Dr. Jennifer Hacker-Pearson. I created Mama Unleashed because I want you to have access to knowledge, information and tools you can use so you can feel truly happy in motherhood. And sometimes the most valuable information, knowledge and tools comes from other mothers. I believe that as women, there is so much we can learn from women who have gone before us, which is why I am so, 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 so excited to have a woman on the show today that we can all learn a lot from, the amazing Wendy Isla. Wendy is an incredible woman and mother of three girls. She is gorgeous, smart, courageous, curious and not afraid to talk about her flaws. Wendy created the very successful Goodbye Crop Top, a movement that embraces women as we age and inspires us to unlock our creativity, connect our inner beauty to the outside world and do what enables us to be the truest version of ourselves. She also hosts the podcast Cropped, a midlife minute, which is a love letter to women over 50 and a hand reached back to those who will be there one day. So you can see why I asked Wendy on the show. She's amazing, knowledgeable and so so inspirational. Listening to her is good for the soul and the mind. She reminds us that true happiness lies in our courage, curiosity, conversations and true relationships and that chocolate cake is not self-care. This episode of Mama Unleashed contains a few colorful words. If you have kids around you might want to consider using headphones. Hi, Wendy, I'm so excited to have you at One Mama Unleashed. Thank you so much for your time. I, I don't know where to start. <laughs> so much I that I'd love to talk is. to you about. Yeah. But um, if there is one place we can start, I just, you know, how about we kind of delve a little bit into looking after the woman that is, the, you know, rather than the mother, the woman beneath the mother.
1: Yeah, uh, I and I would go as far to say the person beneath the mother and beneath the woman. I mean, you know, we're people, right? Yeah. So we, you know, like you and I were talking before, you wear we wear so many hats. And I think, and I know you agree that the most important hat we can put on is our own, and 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 the hat of I'm going to take care of myself because. I'm and 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 it takes so long to realize that. But I'm no good to anyone unless I'm eating well, moving my body, drinking my water, doing my meditation, whatever your spiritual practice is. And geez, I mean, it's taken me 54 years to realize that. And my poor older girls now are like, "Well, thanks, mom. You know, thanks now." <laughs>
0: but we were saying, you know, the cliche of the of the oxygen mask, and we've been told that to us for like certainly since i've been a mother everyone's been saying it to me you've got to put your oxygen mask on first but it's almost like it's just come a become a noise in the background you don't really hear it anymore and you certainly don't do it
1: yeah and i think for sure and i think we're you know it's a lot of how we're raised it's generational of um i i i, I believe my daughters my i have three daughters eight seventeen and 20 but all of them, but I look at my older daughters now and I know they're going to be better at this because they're, they're self-advocates. They Mm. advocate for themselves. They ask for what they need. I was taught to be quiet and sit in the corner and not ask for anything. And my needs came last and I was a kid. So be quiet. And I think that's the root of it all. I am no psychologist. You are, you're everything, but I mean- (laughs) What do you think about that? I'll put that one back on you. That we're always told we can't. We can't ask for what we want or what Absolutely. we, especially as little girls in the generation I was in, and you're a little a little bit younger than me. But you know, what do you think about that? No, Anna? I totally
0: agree. And give I me was actually-
1: give me some um give me some free psychology here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, actually, I was talking to uh, Marcus the other Marcus is my husband. For people that don't know, mm-hmm. Wendy knows Marcus. I was talking to Marcus the other day about this, how the Generation X It's sort of been squished between the baby boomers and the millennials. But somewhere in the middle, we're like in this little dip, they're they're here and we're down there and we're just, you know, you don't speak unless you're spoken to and you just sit in the corner and you be quiet. And so we we've turned out to be these really kind of well behaved, good people who have no sense of self because we were always taught and told what to do and who to be and it's it's to the detriment we're extremely hard workers to the point of burnout we <laughs> you just give us a task and yeah. we'll do it
1: yeah and that's um, a and- whole podcast on its own <laughs> exactly
0: yeah. but do you know what I mean so there's sort of this it's this generation thing and and I guess um that's that's where it comes from so our parents were exactly like that's like if you come along you just sit there and be quiet and we go home when I say we go home nowadays when my children want to go home we leave I don't know what it's like with, with, with your kids, but you know, Well, it
1: depends on the behavior. I mean, if you know, I, I, but you're so right that the absolute extremes, right. And, and, and to like, Hey, if we didn't win, we lost, that's how we did things back then. And now everybody gets an award and everyone gets a prize and everyone gets a and, I have my own feelings about that but it's 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 just pointing out the extremes of what what you were talking about like if I wanted to leave they would tell me to go get in the car and I can sit there for six hours and freeze to death I you know in in Kansas I used to fall asleep on benches
0: in restaurants because my mom didn't want to leave my parents didn't want to
1: leave 100% me too I remember being at restaurants and like a and b they're filled with cigarette smoke because everybody (laughs) smoked and so what's going on there like you know and all of us are like don't smoke around my baby I mean yeah. it's just gone from one extreme to the other it has. and you know the pendulum has to come back it has to balance out at some point You're I done. think but yeah. um but yeah it's crazy and did my mom take care of herself no but she wasn't allowed to didn't know how to you know but, and so they
0: didn't have the knowledge back then either I mean they were told that cigarette oh. smoking was cool you know oh yeah
1: yeah. Well, my mom wasn't a smoker. That's a whole other story. She went to the far extreme. I think she probably should have had a, a couple drinks and she's still alive. <laughs> I love you, mom. But a martini does, does some people good sometimes. But, um, but yeah, and they didn't know. And and it's, I saw something today about the, our ancestry and how many people it takes to make me and you, right? If you yeah. look back at, um, the, the, the our uh, history and I'm just going, wow. And, everything is passed down the good and the bad and you wear this big tail behind you yeah and then at some point you go look i'm cutting the tail off i'm breaking the branch off the family tree and i'm going to be different and try to find a balance but i think it's these conversations of i don't believe every kid should have an award i believe you should know what it feels like to lose
0: Absolutely. don't
1: believe we should leave the party when one of our kids leaves the party if we're having fun because we're the adults. Do I fall into that? And leave that 100%. But then I'm mad at myself because I did that. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So... I don't know. I don't know. I'm just a squirrel trying to get a nut in this crazy world,
0: Same. I know. Same. and maybe a couple it's of nuts for my sun. kids along the way. But it's funny oh. you said that about the trends. The That's right. Stuff. Well,
1: the nuts go to the kids first, right? <laughs> of <laughs> I said, course. Yeah. That's why we're having this conversation. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. But the, the trans so anyway, stuff. we're back to yeah.
1: Sorry. Say that again. <laughs> I said we starve. The nut goes to our kid. We starve. We're back back to where are where we you know where we started where the conversation started <laughs> yeah
0: but it's interesting you yeah. were saying about the transgenerational trauma uh, trauma not not all trauma but all the stuff that we bring along um with us and but you need to have a certain level of consciousness to realize that that's what's going on because otherwise you do carry also all that sort of stuff through with you in your life and, you know, if it's not congruent with who you are, because at the end of the day, your soul, you are a different person to say your mother or your grandmother. And I'm saying women mm-hmm. now because I think it's passed through genders much more than through, you know, like the, 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 the negative things, I guess, more so. Mm-hmm. It comes from mothers to mothers to mothers to mothers. So women to women to women. Um, and to have the consciousness to go, i don't want to do that why am i doing that and it doesn't there's no congruence there between what i feel and what i should be doing let me totally. have a look at that yeah you know and i think yeah. that that again you know to, coming back to the self-care and filling your own cup and putting your own mo- oxygen mask on that is self-care in yeah. the greatest form is to just have yeah. this curiosity to go is this me or is this something that i've inherited somewhere a gazillion years ago who knows where it came from
1: i i i totally hear you and agree and you know to self-care someone asked me today what are two words you hate and i said self-care because it's gone so awry to me self-care is that i'm gonna have what i want for dinner tonight that's self-care it's not it's the little things in each and every day that are self-care it's not the going to the spa or putting on a face mask or that's all fun, but it's over in five seconds. And quite frankly, I'm depressed. It's over and I feel worse. So how do we bring self-care into every day, everyday practices? It's the consistency of that. Mm is where the power comes and I'm not saying I'm a pro at this but I recognize it and mm-hmm. to your point I think it's being conscious and recognizing and having these conversations we never had these conversations no. about us or around us or to listen to when we were kids not a chance you know yeah, yeah exactly so and I agree you know, with you. I
0: hate I hate the word self care I really uh, don't. But not, oh. not because I believe in self-care I, I think self-care is paramount particularly in motherhood particularly in motherhood oh. but not the self-care that is being you know peddled on the internet and through social media and all that sort of stuff but like you said like for me I think anything um that has an, an ongoing longer lasting effect for yourself or your mental health your physical health so like going to the yeah. workout at the gym or run or yoga or whatever it is that you want to do any kind of Mental training, like meditation, that's mm. self care to me. Not eating chocolate cake, getting your yeah. nails done.
1: I agree. I agree. It's it's the day to day stuff, and I talk about this. Uh, go ahead.
0: Oh, I was just gonna say it's just so it's just so um, epitomizes the current state of the world. Quick fix, chocolate cake, mm. nails done, spa day. I'm mm. cured, and it's like no, 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 no.
1: Twelve mm. months
0: of going to yoga.
1: Yeah, 24 and I, months of meditation totally, 36 <laughs> days of uh you know and i am um i talk about this a lot and i have a podcast about it a five minute podcast and i um we'll but, put a
0: link in the show notes for that too i no, love no, your no,
1: podcast oh thanks so much season the next season of crop is is coming in october oh. um but you know no one it, it it is, I, it is, it is shocking to me how many times because I talk to a lot of women in my community that I've built, you know, and I try to answer people thoughtfully and get back and, and and you say, are you just doing the basic things? Like you said, so this is to your point of everyone's trying to get the, the great fix, the four hundred and fifty dollars face cream, or the this, or the that, or the here's the diet, or the workout program, or the here's the deal, people. Move your body, drink your water. Eat well most of the time. And I like cheeseburgers and French fries. So I go there 20% of the time. I do. I am not ever going to live. When I'm in Rome, I'm going to drink a bottle of red wine and eat a bowl of pasta. I just sent. So move your body, drink your water, eat well most of the time. Have some kind of spiritual practice. And that can be dancing in your kitchen to earth, wind, and fire. I don't care what it is, but some kind of spiritual practice. Mm. Jesus Christ. Buddha, I don't care, right? Meditation. Yeah. And, the, and, and, and a really important one is who are you hanging around with?
0: Yes. What
1: company are you keeping? Because that's everything, Jen, to me, you know? And we've talked about this. We were just talking about friends and new friends and old friends. And my the reciprocity is the key to relationships, right? You know, I know her, she knows me we don't get mad at each other we are okay if each other cancels at the last minute neither of us is trying to look 30 because we're 50 and we never will and find your jam find your people find the people that lift you up right exactly. otherwise you start questioning everything oh why am i why do i look like this and why yeah. i i do not have a friend in my life that i walk away from where I don't have a skip in my step when I leave, and I and and I hope my hope is that the reciprocity is there that they do as well. Yeah, I don't have I don't have. I it is like so. I think it's just get back to basics. There yeah, is no absolutely. quick fix. If there's one thing I could add to your
0: list as well, I would say. Exercise your mind as well. I think we need to keep our mind sharp, whether it's through reading or you know just sudoku or whatever it is. Meditation is a great tool, you know. So that I think that's important, also for preventative measures for later in life. But um, Uh, I I I so agree, and I you know we were talking about the friendship thing, and maybe it's also because obviously we're getting a bit older, where we just don't have time for the bullshit anymore, and so (laughs) when. I'm the same as you. It's like, if I can't go into a situation with people, unless it's work and then it's a bit different, but with my close friends and I can't just go and just let, whether it's my physical, my mental, whatever, and just be me, then, um, They're not my friend. And I actually was just, I've just written a new course and I talk about the mask of motherhood and I know this is specific to mothers, but it's for everybody. And the mask of motherhood is something we put on to show the world that we're okay and that we're doing great, you know, and that we're like coping and we're we're doing all the things. We're doing all the things, Wendy, I'm great. Mm -hmm. And and when you find your village, these people and creating Mm -hmm. this village is really, really important. And it often doesn't include the people that you think
1: right? Never, no, r- rarely.
0: You leave, you have to leave that mask and the mask of motherhood at the door when you come into the village. And same with the people that are coming into your I village.
1: I love that. I want to, I want a dose of this course. I love that. I love that. <laughs> and speaking of, um, I love that. And, and I love everything you do, but speaking of exercising your mind, I, I believe that's part of friendship we yes. we exercise our minds together you know what, we talk about books we've read and yeah. wordle i mean stupid things i do the new york times crossword every day you know like and i and and we talk about that and and i i leave learning something and and like i said my hope is they do as well but i think you you have friends who you can exercise your mind with and yes. Friends who you can laugh with and friends who you can eat with and friends who you can, you know. And friends that
0: stimulate your mind as well because I think we've become so offended in the world. And the reason we're so offended is because we're closed to other people's opinions. Uh And if somebody tells you something that is their opinion and they give you a reason and it's not, you know, a forceful shoving down the throat, listen. You, Mm. you You can learn something. You don't have to agree with it. But just listen, and I, that's stimulating the mind. That is that is exercising the mind. And mm-hmm. to have conversation mm-hmm. with friends where you can sit around and you can talk about things, you know, and nobody gets offended. It's That's such a gift.
1: It, it's brilliant. And to that point, my neighbors next door are conservative. They're very different than me. and But I will just say out loud, I'm fairly moderate when it comes to or always have been politics. But you can imagine the shit show going on in America and that you can't talk about anything over here. Yeah. My neighbors are very different from me. They asked me to come around last night on the patio for a drink I went over. We had the most intelligent conversation about humanity yeah, and about yeah. how they care and about how I care and their religion and my faith, which I don't even know what that is. I'd quite frankly say, maybe I'm agnostic but I believe in something bigger and greater than me and wonderful. I just don't think one person's right and one's wrong but th- that's where the magic happens. Not with hanging out with someone who thinks exactly like you do, right? Yeah. It's, it's where someone challenges you and pushes you and, um, you know that that I just experienced that last night and I came home and I told Brenton who you also know because our husbands have been friends since childhood which is a whole other story but <laughs> it's a whole podcast said, in itself <laughs> that whoa yeah well that, that's a whole one so but you know I just said I just feel alive from that because there was a little bit of a, a debate there yeah. was a little bit of why do you think that way and why do I think this way? And
0: Yeah. Um, I love it. And without having to censor yourself, like with you don't I'm not saying no. you should be mean or in any kind of way, but just say, Well, have you ever thought about this? Or I actually thought blah 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 and that the person goes, Oh, yeah, I've never thought about it that way rather than go, right. No, that's wrong.
1: That's right.
0: You know, and that's, that's right. so, so nourishing and stimulating for the mind and, and the brain. I mean that's just totally. blood flow through all through if you did a if you did a scan while you're having that conversation yeah. It's like lighting up like a
1: Christmas tree. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Yes. And you know that for sure. Yeah. I, it's, it's interesting. So that was, that was really a, a great night for me last night and unexpected and, um, yeah, but to be accepting, I, I'm at this place now where, whether it's motherhood or friendships or whatever it is, you have to keep a lens of curiosity, um, at the forefront, right? Why and what? And why do you think this way? And what do you, and and drill deeper. And I think there are so many uh, organizations or religions or whatever it might be that just are designed to squash curiosity. Don't look any further. We have all the answers. This is the way it is. Mm -hmm. No, it's not. Mm -hmm. No, it's not. Mm -hmm. You know, so, I. but a lot of that's going on in America where the curiosity is, trying to be and is extinguished right now mm-hmm. they're just drinking the punch believing certain things and I'm not talking about a specific party I'm talking about a lot of people and oh
0: gosh, yeah
1: yeah and um, so it's similar here, I'm, and tra- I think- I'm interested in
0: I curious a- people I think it's similar here as well. And so, you know, I think that that's even more reason to try and find your tribe so that yes. to find your people to have these conversations where, you know, yeah. you, you get into this flow. I just had it with you actually, we were talking. I was like, oh, I wonder what the telling of we've been talking. You get into a flow where you just like that five hours could pass and it feels like five minutes because it is so interesting and nourishing to your soul.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, I really believe in what we said and I will add the intellectual stimulation or the brain stimulation, whatever you want to call it. But I think you get that with your friends because of course the books you read, but then what do you do with that book? Mm. You just read that and put it down. No, you got to go talk about it because yeah. someone can say to me, I'm so well read. I've read every book. It, well, what's your interpretation of, you know,
0: That's right. To Kill That's
1: a right. Mockingbird? Have you read it as an adult versus as a teenager? You know, I'm just pulling that out of the nowhere, but like what how do you interpret it and then how do you break what, it down with someone and 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 and, what, and 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 take it to practical use? And what questions does it
0: raise for you? That's about it. yourself That's and about your That's life, it. you know? Yes. And and I mean this it's infinite, isn't
1: it? Yes. 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 Yeah. <laughs> and i you know, i'm reading i love the school of life i love this writer called elaine de botton and um there's this series of essays called the school of life and there's one in particular called on confidence there's one called on you know different things but i reread this little book or this essay over and over, and it and it says basically, you know, confidence is not which which this all ties into confidence to me, which mm-hmm. is where I'm going with this. Having the confidence to sit in front of someone who will challenge you, having the confidence to, you know, make your negotiables non-negotiable, mm. moving your body, doing these things, like get it, get your own stuff going on, right? But I anyway, I'm going on a tangent, but it says basically, confidence is not about recognizing your own dignity. Confidence is about realizing we're all ridiculous right and we when we when we can all go we're all ridiculous we're all fucked up we've all got childhood trauma we all suck and we're all so beautiful and amazing yeah and then that's where the confidence lies, right? Totally. Does that
0: make sense? Yeah, and, make the, the co- and the courage, and the courage to go yes. there as well. And, and yeah, and to, to recognize that we're all imperfect, we all make mistakes. And I, I do that, Marcus and I make such an effort with the kids to show them our vulnerability, because probably you yeah. were similar with my parents, they never cried, they never made mistakes, they never were never nervous, they, you know, and so I grew up thinking that's what I had to be like, and it, yeah. of course I wasn't, and as a young adult I would think I'm inferior to my, everybody else has got this except for me, and now, now that I'm older and I've realised that actually everybody is exactly like mm-hmm. what you just said, we're all fucked up, we're all imperfect. And,
1: and- and it's so true to what you you know you're passionate about motherhood and and um, speaking about being a mother and and how to navigate that situation and, and uh, among many other things. But remember when you're a new mom, you're like, oh my god, and you're looking around, you're like, should I not do that? Should I do that? Should I, yes. you know? And then you then you go back to work, and you're like, am I doing that wrong? Should I not do that? Should I? Be? And now I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I, I know. Oh, I, I love that. When I go to bed at night. I've done the best I can. And maybe I fucked up that day, but yeah. I did the best I could. And, and you can always try again you, tomorrow and you try to be better the next day. Yeah. And, and um, yeah, but it's, it, it, it's in everything. Like, and I was just saying to someone, I was on another podcast and they said, who are you, who would you consider your competitors? I'm like, I don't know. Cause I don't look around anymore. Mm. I do not compare myself to anyone ever. I might find something inspirational or motivational, but as I always say, that's elusive. That goes through your hands. Like, yeah. what's tangible for you? What can you take and do? Right. So, I, but I don't, I don't look, I don't know. I don't think I have any competitors. I think I'm the only me out there. And that doesn't Love. mean someone's, well, and, and, and so I, I see a middle aged woman accomplishing something that I've gone, oh, I really wanted to do that. I'm so happy. And she did it because she's yeah. a 50 year old woman. So, so winning. Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. And it th- right. I think that that's something I wanted to talk to you about as well. Women, empowering women and how we have this kind of, especially uh, with women and in motherhood as well, this competitiveness when I was going to say when we're younger, but potentially all our lives for a lot of people where it's just, you know, I need to get there first and I need to do it better and I need to. And it's It's terrible it's terrible so to hear you say that you're happy for someone who's done something that you want to do it's hard i can imagine and you know i try and do it myself sometimes unsuccessfully because i'm flawed but um you know i think it's so important to do it's so important to do also for our well-being because if we're grateful for that somebody else has done it it actually nourishes us as well
1: Mm. Mm. i did a whole podcast on a five minute podcast on this too and be happy for the winner yes and heard because that we're one. all winning if we're yeah. all I, yeah. like and uh, you know I it's so toxic like I look around and I look at say a 49 year old woman with her perfect body jumping off a mega yacht at the south of France which what I'll go do that I probably will go jump off a mega yacht but 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 my at some point in my life but I'm saying like or at least I hope I will that sounds fun but it's these unrealistic uh portrayals out there of of body type it's like you look at a celebrity's body and there's a a 49 year old celebrity's body and then there's a 49 year old woman in Tulsa Oklahoma looking at her thinking oh I could no you can't because that person has 64 people around them every morning like my point is Be Mm -hmm. real, like what's real? Can I tell you something? And
0: and I might get in big trouble for this, but when I was at, you know, I went to university for a really long time. I was there for 12 years the first time around. And so to supplement um, my, I got um, scholarships, but to supplement my scholarships, I did a bit of modeling and it was just sort of more catalog stuff, mainly commercials. And I'm not gonna name any names, but I was 22 at the time. I had a 12 year old child in one of the campaigns and i just went so i had this kid when i was 10 and obviously yes. because in the catalog the women who are actually 32 or maybe 42 even who are, who have a 12 year old child i'm yeah. now 45 i have a 12 year old child is looking at 22 year old me going yes i want to look like her
1: never gonna happen it's
0: crazy isn't it, it so happens. i don't know i might never ever get a job again now <laughs>
1: No. Yeah, you will. Yes, you will. And it's our time. I mean, that's what I do to pay my bills. I'm a model, right? I go yeah. do modeling gigs on the side for catalogs and all this different stuff. And it pays my bills, but, and I modeled, like I modeled in my late teens and early twenties and it is a different ball game now Yeah, right. in, in, in such a beautiful, wonderful, all-inclusive way. That's awesome. It's, it's Like if someone would have told me at 20, when I was out doing a ton of stuff at 54, you're going to be modeling again. I would have been like, that's funny because at 28 you're old in this industry, and it's so lots of good things are happening. I mean, I really want to recognize that that lots of good things are happening, and um, it, it's in in the inclusive in the inclusive world of age of of um, body type of all of it. You know,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: ethnicity, yeah. all of it. I love it. Yeah, I love it.
0: No, that's really good. Um, yeah. And and I guess it's empowering for the women that are, you know, watching things, television, and looking in catalogues, looking in magazines, and and I think that we need to do more of that. I think the the empowering other women, whether it's through you know just a friend talking to a friend or whatever, or doing you know catalog work and actually casting real fifty year old women in 50 year old clothes <laughs> it's it's exactly. amazing i love it and i yeah. love your whole concept about goodbye crop top and and you know the um empowering the woman over 50 to have style and substance and you know because once upon a time and i think still actually in some areas when you're a 50 year old mother and so coming back to motherhood again 50 is ancient but like even 35, 40, you're, you're almost done. Like you gotta have the knitted crochet blanket on your lap and drink a cup of tea yeah. at 5.00 PM on a Friday. And I love yeah. that you are changing the story around that because the older I'm getting in, the more I'm reaching 50, the more I'm like, this is only just beginning.
1: Oh, Jen, is it ever? Is it ever? Yeah. It is just beginning. My forties were fantastic. My fifties are insanity. Awesome. And I have friends in their sixties are like, you just wait. Like you just wait. It just yeah. gets better and better. And you know why? Because we're not comparing ourselves to anyone. We're doing the best we can. The company I keep likes me and I like them. And it's just it's just it's just amazing. It really is. I and I just can't stress that enough about who you hang around with. I yeah. cannot stress that enough. You know. I wonder
0: I wonder too, just my I'm I'm a very curious person. I'm I, I say I wonder so many times a day
1: good me too
0: but I wonder think about the I wonder about the, <laughs> me I wonder how much of this um you know g- growing spiritually growing we're doing in our like as our generation is to do with the fact that we didn't really know who we were until we became you know, old old ads adults, like, you know, I'm mm-hmm. not saying 18, 19, 20, but like sort of around yeah. thirty is when it happens for most people where they go, Hang on a minute, I what's going on? This I don't want to subscribe to this anymore. Who am I actually? And they start getting this curiosity and going on this journey to find themselves. Because I wonder whether yeah, whether the you know that the idea of the 60-year-old woman being, you know, cooped up in a with the little blanket and the cup of tea at five o'clock on a Friday, whether that is from just because of the previous generation and there wasn't this curiosity and there wasn't this kind of searching. And and maybe the the fact that we were so um, pushed down and so silenced as children is what has given us the gift to grow like that.
1: Yeah, maybe. But I think the previous generations were pushed down and silenced too, don't you? I mean, I don't know. So I mean I I I hear you. Maybe, yeah. but I, I, I it's inter it, it's an interesting question, Jen. And we should get to the bottom of this pivot. Like, why did this happen? You know, and it, it's it's I, it's very curious. It's very interesting to me. And um, I I don't know, but I know for me, five years ago, I come from advertising and marketing, and a great wonderful career in that. And I took a few years off uh, after I had my baby at 46 and I thought what am I going to do next because I can't be finished and my whole life I've loved style and writing and so I'm like I'm going to combine those and I'm going to blast out there for middle-aged women because I just wasn't seeing it and I was feeling good so that was my impetus but I don't really know like I don't know but so so I was looking and looking and looking and everything I saw was either Someone 49, I was 49 at the time, someone my age trying to look 30, which is never going to happen. And you're going to look like a freak show if you try to. And I'm all for tweaking and doing what you want to do to look good and whatever. So I really need to say that, but like that, or it was, I'm going to curl up in a ball and die because I've gone through menopause or I'm going through menopause. My husband left me. I'm an empty nester. My life is over. I, you know, and I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. I'm 49. I've never been in better shape. I've never felt better. I've never had better friends. Th- this needs to be talked about. Yeah. I'm anti anti-aging. What the anti-aging what you I I don't I'm not ready to die. That's the alternative to anti-aging. So yeah. like I need to go talk about this. And my girlfriend said you need to go write and talk about this because no one was doing it 5 years ago. Yeah. It was just this and I'm like I'm not that and I'm not that so but I don't know that doesn't really that doesn't answer I was going to say our question but your question of when the pivot happened or why it happened and um but don't
0: you think there's several
1: pivots anyway in a woman's life
0: like there's a there's a
1: pivot around
0: adolescence when we become a woman and we mm-hmm. start menstruating. And then there's certainly a pivot. That's mainly what I talk about when we become mothers. There's this matrescence, which is mm-hmm. another huge developmental shift in us. And also when one of the times when the brain changes the most. So adolescence, matrescence, and around menopause. And so mm-hmm. I wonder whether it's actually much more biological than we realize.
1: But why hasn't anyone done it before? That's what I'm, your question is Well, I think indeed. because like. we
0: that's why I'm wondering whether we're a more curious bunch because we've never, you know, I'm saying never really had a voice. You're right that other generations didn't have a voice, but maybe they never found it because it would have been there for them before, but they've kind of, it seems like they all kind of fell into what they would hold they should do, Mm -hmm. but never had the courage or the curiosity to say, but that doesn't feel right for me.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Just, you know. Yeah. Just an an idea.
1: Yeah, I love it. I don't know the answers. Let's (laughs) let's have another let's have another conversation just on that topic. Because that's fascinating (laughs)
0: to me. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Um so I think you're absolutely fabulous and I'm so grateful for what you're doing because you're you're paving the way for women like me and for particularly for women, but also for mothers, you know, because again, back in the day, it was like you had a child and that was it. And especially once your kids grew up, life was over. You're done. You've done what you needed to do. And now it's time to put the blanket on your lap and have a cup of tea. <laughs> but if you are, you have this curiosity and a bit of spunk and you want to explore life and you want to explore yourself you 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 need somebody to guide you and what you are doing is so amazing because Mm. you are really paving the way for women coming through and women women walking with you to go hang on a minute there's more and i love it
1: so thank you so much thank you for saying that that means a lot especially coming from you thank you yeah i know you don't say that lightly and i know how Extremely educated and thoughtful you are, in, in your words and decisions. So that means a lot to me. Thanks, Jen. Yeah. yeah, I appreciate it.
0: I think I think that um, you know, we've got this this opportunity to keep evolving,
1: and mm.
0: and when somebody does it before you, I always come back to the, the I can't, I can never remember the name. That guy that ran the four minute mile the first time. Everyone oh, said, Oh yeah, 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 done. yeah. Can't be done. Can't be done. Can't be done. Mm-hmm. Right. And then one guy did it and then the next week, 12 people did it. That's right. And so it's almost like somebody needs to step ahead and someone needs to have the courage you to step ahead and say, this is how it's going to, this is how it's going to change. And then other people come behind and go, me, me too. I feel like there is more to offer. I I feel like, you know, cause I always come back from the motherhood thing that motherhood is such a gift in a sense that I feel becoming a mother is an invitation to a spiritual awakening that you are not given in any other way. And then you can mm-hmm. choose to accept it and go down that route and become curious and, and discover yourself and discover the world, or you can choose not to, and neither is correct. It's up to you, but I've mm-hmm. chosen to go down the route and I'm like, I, motherhood is extremely difficult still. No. Now my kids are older but I'm so grateful for it because... You can person- tell Everly
1: is a teenager, sorry. <laughs> <Yeah,
0: laughs> Everly is an eight-year-old, it's enough. Everly, like yeah. I always say to her, Everly was born <laughs> screaming and she didn't stop for four years. I think she's still screaming. But um, yeah, she, it's going to be a handful, <laughs> definitely. But the person that I'm becoming in the development of that, I love that person. And I'm yeah. even though it was really, really... I think you probably know how hard it was for me with when she was born. It was so hard that I just, I, I thought what is the point of this
1: mm-hmm.
0: now i get why it was yeah. like i had to go right down i had there were so many layers and i'm t- totally talking about myself sorry it's meant to be about you but it oh, was good. so many I was... layers i yeah. had to strip off myself and all this these beliefs and values that i carried in my transgenerational tale that i just had to strip off and i had to really go right which part of that is me and what do i want and what do i not want and what suits me and a lot of it was by trial and error that that you know it's and I'm still kind of going. I think it's an it's an journey till death. Isn't really. everything
1: by trial and error? Because yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you go in with the remedy and it's never the remedy. It's never the solution. Like that's you go right. and then you go back to the trials. I, I at least I find that no totally. So now I yeah now totally. I just fuck up over and over until I get it right and I know that's okay. But yeah.
0: But you shake oh, it off I, quicker I, as well, don't you? You just sort of go. Oh, now well, I work. do. <laughs> Try again. <laughs>
1: i do now i do for sure now i do for sure i think that's the biggest most beautiful thing about aging is that at least theoretically you should care a lot less Mm. about what people think about what people think about how you do things Mm. how you're mothering how you're working how you're who cares you do it for you and I'm not saying be an asshole or a dick. Like, I mean, don't there's, th- I'm not saying that's okay. I'm saying like in a normal, sane, you know, situation that I just don't care anymore. I genuinely mm. don't care what you think about my parenting, my relationships, my they're mine. Mm. And, and no one's inside of anybody's life or anybody's head and no one should judge. I I'm just, I'm over it. And I don't look at people now and go, mm, I can't believe that I, you know, I, I, I can't, cause I don't know what, I don't know what's going on in that person's life. And, and I always say like, if you know a lot about someone, don't talk about them. And if you know nothing about them, don't talk about them. Mm-hmm. Both situations, keep your mouth shut. It's, yeah. it's not about you, you yeah. know?
0: Yeah. And, uh, and, and Andrew, I, got, no. sorry. Yeah.
1: No, go ahead. I
0: was just going to say I'm so grateful we're having this conversation and I hope that a lot of the younger mums will will see, not think this is specific to us, but hopefully they can take this on board already because I wish somebody had told me this when um, me I had Daniel. I wish somebody, because I actually, you know, in my book, I've got a sh- section in there that says, I wish someone had told me there are many ways to skin a cat because yeah. I thought that because I wasn't doing X, Y, Z, I was doing it wrong. And, you know, and we think that in, in life, we think that I'm not doing this and I'm not doing that. So therefore it's wrong and it's just not. And so I think what you said perfectly sums it up. You do you, just do you, as long as you're not harming anyone, as long as you're not harming yourself, just do you. Mm. And I wish I'd have known that about 12 years ago.
1: I wish I would have known that about four years ago. (laughs) (laughs) yeah i hear you so true just do you but do you do the best you you know i mean i'll go as far to say make sure your basics are in place drink your water move your body hang around with good people have a spiritual practice whether it's dancing in the kitchen or going to a christian church i don't care as long as you're not judging someone else you know and do these things and be kind and good to people and and beyond that yeah and open stay open and curious open and curious
0: and then and then the world is your oyster
1: the world is your oyster and now we can never be too curious and and if you start asking questions to someone or questions intimidate people right you know this you get in a conversation and I think that's why I, last time I saw you was a wedding a few years ago and you and I talked the whole time. Cause I, I was asking you questions. You're asking me questions. It was like, Oh my gosh, this is beautiful. This is amazing. But questions make people turn on their heel and run away. And that's a, that's also a, another podcast. But, but
0: why, you know, you, why? Because it's like, scared. well, either, either you don't believe in what you're going to tell me or you're afraid mm-hmm. to tell me what you believe. It's yeah, mm-hmm. it's definitely. Another I think podcast. it's
1: kind of like raising your, hand in class, right? I remember being so terrified to raise my hand and half the time I'd go, Oh, I knew the answer and I didn't raise my hand, you know? And it's just like, just put it out there, Mm. say it, ask the question, you know, in, in our adult lives and magic happens there too, Mm. when you start doing that and, and you attract your people. And, and like I tell my, I've told my kids since they were tiny, it be you People will stick and people will fall off, and and be okay with that. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. I don't need everybody to like me anymore. That's I think the I falling off
0: work. part is is tricky, especially you know in this day of, of uh, day and age of social media where likes and follows and uh, everything, and so you know you lose some followers. And I, I personally think that we're going to be in for a really hard world when these the sort of um, older teenagers, young adults now are going to hit. A, approximately 30 there's going to be a huge global existential crisis because all they know is around social media and identifying with what is there with their likes mm-hmm. and their follows and the comments and all yeah. that sort of stuff so that would be interesting but um yeah so i i think that i mean that's hard for anyone to to take i guess if you want to call it rejection and in inverted commas that somebody doesn't like you for being you or they don't like what you've said and you know but whatever, what did you say? What, what, whatever sticks will stick. Is that what you said? Yeah.
1: And I think like, just hang around with the right people and you'll never feel bad about that stuff because look, like, just look at the table, look who's sitting at the table with you and be proud that and happy that you're there. And who cares what anyone else thinks? Mm. Who cares? Yeah. Sit at the table where you belong, where you want to be. And, be merry like don't worry Mm. don't worry
0: and I think that is so applicable in motherhood as well so I I hope that you know the listeners can take this and take it on board for themselves I think it's such a beautiful place to end our conversation Wendy it's been absolutely amazing and I wish we could in fact I might stop pressing record and just keep talking to you (laughs) Yeah, I, I love talking to you every time, which is why okay. we spoke the whole way through the wedding.
1: Yes, <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> no, okay. um, Thanks yeah, thank so
0: um, I know. you for having
1: me. Much pleasure. Thank you. Oh, I just I don't take it lightly when someone invites me into their precious space and I appreciate it and I'm honoured and I, I'm grateful to be here and I look forward to a lot more conversation in our lifetime.
0: Thank you so much for listening to Mom Unleashed and for your courage to be a happier mum. I hope this episode has inspired you to be more courageous and confident and curious in your motherhood journey. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider rating and reviewing My Unleashed, wherever you're listening to it right now. And please forward this podcast to your friends so we can empower and support every woman to be the happiest mother she knows. Thank you so much for being here. I'm Dr. Jennifer Hacker Pearson. See you next time.